All right, everybody. It is the Geek Out Freak Out Podcast. We are back, and we got a busy week. We had a lot of stuff to watch this week. I'm Jeremy. There was a lot of always. there was a lot of things. There was a lot, a lot of, sh- of things. a lot of shit happening. A lot of things a going lot of, on. A lot of things. A lot of things happening. I'm Jeremy, your co-host as always. And uh, who's that Pokemon? Who's that Pokemon? It's for, uh, Matt. For those of you who are not watching on Twitch, Matt is the mystery Pokemon. You should be watching on Twitch. You should be. How dare you not How watch us on Twitch? Yeah, maybe someday, once I paint these walls, I'll be able to throw a digital background like Matt does. Um, but until now, you just get to see all the spots where I've patched the holes over my head, because yeah, this room is a work your, in progress. Where you pulled your shelves down, not too shabby. Oh yeah, all these walls are bare, except for these um, these uh, Hot Wheels over my head that I need to take down. Mm, I just don't have a wheels. spot for them. They're Marvel Hot Wheels, and there's oh, one nice. for each Avenger. Um, I forgot all about those. Yeah, so did I until, holy crap, I put it on speaker view. Um, holy crap. It's all right. Oh, no, I don't know what we're getting on Twitch. It was just all your face. That's what it was. Ooh, hello. You're the mystery Pokemon. That's uh, what it was. I, I pulled one of those yesterday. We'll get into that later. Uh, now let's get into it now. What, what are we talking I about? I did a Zoom wedding. I, uh, Uh-oh. Before, before, <laughs> we get, before we get started. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at GoFull Podcast. Check us out on twitch.tv slash Gaming. If you're only listening to us, you could be watching us every week, every time we do the show. Um, you can watch us live when you turn on those notifications. So yeah, twitch.tv slash Gaming, And check us out. And we have a subreddit for GoFull Podcast. Check us out there. So yeah, I always post like... Now what I'm trying to do going forward is like anytime like me and you watch a trailer and we share it back and forth with each other, I'm trying to go right into Reddit and post it because we actually, we're not alone there. We've got a couple of members, which is pretty cool. So if people want to be more involved on there, they definitely can. So there we go. And I'll even be posting like all links while Jeremy sucks down that delicious, delicious treat slowly, but surely. Oh yeah. It's red. It's a slush of some sorts. It's the blood of my enemies. Mm, yes. Yes, it is. But yeah, so back to my, I guess, story to kick off the show. I did a Zoom wedding yesterday, and oh my god, I was so nervous. And there was one point when um, I was like, so what were you like, like the, the I tech was moderator? Like, or yeah, something? so like, what? I ran two cameras. I was running a DSLR on Zoom and a phone, uh, an iPhone as a camera as well as like as a different angle. Um, and then it was cool because we like enabled co-host for the meeting. So they were actually able to like, there was sort of like the production truck. And so they could go between back and forth to oh, nice. the camera and whatnot. But there was one point where somebody like just switched it over to me. <laughs> it was just my face. And I'm like, Wah! like I am not the, like, <laughs> like, like, I, like, like I kind of know the people, you know, like they, right. I was doing them. But like, not well more, enough to be more, featured yeah, in their wedding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I've, I've only, I've known them for less than a year, and they're great people. Um, and but like, yeah, I, I was definitely not. Nobody there knew who I was except for like. There's no point to see. Ex- you. Yeah, exactly. Like except for like the groom, uh, the bride, and the bride's parents, and that was it. Like, those only people who knew who I was, and maybe one person watching, but uh, other than my wife. Um, but yeah, so at one point I'm just there, <laughs> just like, ah, and I just like duck out of frame. And what was worse too, was like, I, so I like, I cut my video and then, so when I cut my video, like I stopped my video, then it just went to a picture of me. So it was like a lose, lose. Like I was like, oh man, I just, yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> so for like 10 seconds, people, all people saw was me. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it was fun. I was super nervous. I'm glad it's done and over with, um. Would not do it again. I, that was like a test to see if I would be like, if that was something that I would be up for doing, you know, like getting paid to do. And I'm like, no, yeah. definitely not. Ne- you have no, no interest now, huh? Yeah, never do it again. So I commend the people who um, who do do that, who get paid big bucks. So I did not charge. I was doing out the kindness of my heart because I didn't want... <laughs> I didn't want you it didn't to, want that. To I didn't want it if to go fully bad. Then they'd be like, I can't believe we're paying this guy, even though he's still screwed up. So, but no, it was it was good, um, and yeah, it was nice. And I ate green chili bis- brisket and asado, oh, and uh, so yeah, good. they did not have to feed me, but they still did. And uh, it was I delicious. wouldn't have after that. And myself. I went into a food coma, man. But, yeah. It was, oh, it was for awesome. sure. I'm working on one now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn. and then I sent. Yeah, I'm, and I got another one going today too because of that Snapchat that I sent you earlier. Uh, um, panda, huh? Man, yeah, got panda with no weight. A panda express because everybody thought it was closed. <laughs> That's funny. 
so I, 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 I never do it, but like on Panda, like I'm, like I usually just go if I wait in line, and then I see if there's like a long line, I just like nah, screw it, I'll get something yeah, else. That's how I am. Um, but so today I was just like, you know, I'm gonna do one better. It's Sunday. I'm gonna download the app and order beforehand and just go inside and pick up my food, so I don't have to wait in line no matter what. And so I tried to do that, and then like for whatever reason, all online ordering or online ordering for ours was off. And so then I looked again, and it's like dining is closed for all locations currently for Panda. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, well, are they even open? So I just randomly called them because I know they they're <laughs> usually open, and I never call. And they're usually open on Christmas. They're like one of the few places that are. But like because of COVID and everything, like everything kind of like changes schedule wise. So I was just like, well, maybe they're closed. So I just called the number, and I was just, hey, you guys open? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, we are. And I was like, cool, thanks. <laughs> It ran over there, no line, because I'm sure everybody just assumed that they were closed. So right. I got Panda. Yeah, I need a whole bunch of food, ate everything, and uh, no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. No now I'm drinking plenty of water. Yeah, you're for all that, need it. <laughs> make up for all that sodium I ingested. You're going to need it. Uh-huh, as we both take a swig of water for, a the, swig working of water for the working there. man. Huh? The working man and the working women out there. Working people. Uh, so you got you got everything watched that we were supposed to watch this week. I did. You? I can't believe so it. So did I. I caught up. Oh I was kind of shocked. Like, so. We had so much stuff to watch this week. Four, and five, six, for almost sure seven hours I was, of stuff. I was going to blow it. I thought I was going to like screw it up. I was just like, nope. If there's one thing I'm not going to watch this week, it's going to be Invincible. But I started watching Invincible um, Thursday. Or Friday. Started watching Invincible Friday, and I finished. Up, I watched the first two episodes um, Friday, and then episode yesterday, and episode today. We watched and, one. Uh, yeah, actually, no, we watched all four today. Nice. We had started yesterday, and then something happened that we couldn't finish, so we started this morning and just marathoned all four episodes this morning. Let's talk about that. We're already on on the subject of it. Let's, Let's talk get Invincible. into Invincible. So Invincible is a. Uh, comic book series on Amazon Prime animated. Uh god damn does this have a really good cast. Dude, it is loaded. Like every episode is loaded. I'm pulling up the cast right now. Yeah. Um do you have a breakdown or anything or do we want to even go There's that? there's there's plot points for each episode. Um if you guys so the first three episodes were last week. I assume some of you guys have already watched the first three episodes. Um, and of course, we're going to go spoiler heavy into this anyway, oh, because sure. it's on Amazon. It's been out since Friday. So the thing is, too, that every episode comes out on Friday. So you have until Monday to, you know, if you listen to the show on Monday or Sunday night, you probably watched the show by now if you're trying to watch this. I'm going to just read episode. Uh, so we'll just kind of wrap up the first three episodes for the people who um, have probably kind of watched it. Um, the first episode is more of an introduction. We're introduced to Mark Grayson, um, who's the son of Omni-Man aka noel grayson um who's played by jk simmons he does a fantastic job oh, yeah, looks like jk simmons, simmons. Oh, it, looks like sure. J- it looks like jonah j jameson from the spider-man movies just as a superman version yep. um very beginning of the episode it starts off with an attack on the white house it's pretty cool um a really good story kind of like lulls you in brings you into knowing the characters you get a feeling for mark grayson because he's trying to um, he's he's wondering when his powers are going to finally show up. And, you know, you kind of get that feeling that Omni-Man's sort of worried that maybe they're not going to show up at all. Um, but they finally do when, when Mark accidentally chucks a uh, bag of trash into space <laughs> on his burger job, which I guess he doesn't work anymore. We'll get into that later. Um, so he finds out he has superpowers. He's pretty, pretty pumped about it. So the first episode is about him learning how to use those powers from his dad. Um, and then the last five 10 minutes take a complete insane turn for the end of episode one because we're introduced to omni-man as this the is superman, where as the superman as you know the all-american hero earth savior more of a homelander you know. yeah holy crap so there's the guardians of the globe which is in their turn the, the avengers or the justice, justice League. League. that's their that's their that's their version and um which i thought Omni-Man. was really cool is they were or going going into what happens first and then i'll, I'll... omni man goes in there straight up murders the entire team brutally brutally like he killed and so like the entire team like there's like their version of batman their version of the flash that's what that's i was gonna the team say it's based off of yeah i love it they bring them in and they have counterparts to they have Justice like a League. wonder woman slash door character but yeah her name is war know. woman yeah and then they've got um 
Darkwing, which is Batman. It's yeah. 100% Batman. They look identical. Yeah. Uh, Red Rush is is their Flash. Flash. But I love that they bring this group in that's identical, and then they're just killed off immediately. Yeah. And you're so you're thinking, because like, you're introduced to that team. You're introduced to that team from the very beginning. You're not introduced to Omni-Man from the get-go. You're introduced to the Guardians of the Globe because they save. They try to save the White House, and Omni-Man has to come in and kind of like pick up the pieces and finish out the job and help them out. But Omni-Man, for whatever reason, comes in and just murders everybody and um he goes in there and they're like you know questioning right away they go in there and they uh, they're he kills uh he kills the the flash guy and um, red rush red rush and their guardians are even like questioning like well maybe somebody's controlling him but he just goes in and like decimates the entire team um and they all die and that's how the first episode ends you know and omni-man takes a pretty good beating you know like uh, but i think part of that too was him taking a beating to make it look like he wasn't um you know like he was sort of a victim himself he gets hurt pretty badly he's like you know it's like the worst that they've seen him like supposedly hurt as according to the wife who's played by um oh shoot what's her name sandra oh sandra oh yeah um everybody who's in the show is cast perfectly i'm just gonna say as well yeah, let's run so, through the cast real quick. I've got it pulled up. Sandra O. Oh, um, I, I won't even really necessarily get into who they're playing, but we'll just run down so you can hear like a who's who who's in this. Sandra O. Oh, Stephen Yoon, uh, J.K. Simmons, Zazie Beetz, Andrew Reynolds, um, Kevin Michael Richardson, Walton Coggins, Jillian Jacobs, Jason Manzukis, Zachary Kinto, Mark Hamill, uh, Clancy Brown, Seth Rogen, Fred uh, Tassiori. Uh, Michael Dorn, freaking Worf, is in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mahershala Ali, John Hamm, Mae Whitman, or Whitman, um, Lauren Cohen, Jeffrey Donovan. Uh, I know there's some more down here. Ezra Miller, Demon Hansu, Reginald Vell Johnson, uh, Nicole Byer, and Justin Roiland. Mm-hmm. Like holy shit! It's a, it's a loaded, it's a loaded cast. And I was, didn't even catch until I read. I didn't even catch um, the guy, the outfitter, the Mark the Hamill. Who, yeah, it was Mark Hamill. Art, I didn't even yeah. catch it when I heard his voice. I had to look yeah. it up later. I was like, holy it shit, was, that was Mark. Hamill. It was like a, it was like a downplayed version of, uh, of um, the Joker. The you know, hearing the Joker talk. Yeah, but um, and this yeah, is so. I don't know if we mentioned it. This is based on the comic, uh, written by Robert Kirkman of The Walking Dead. Yeah, we I, we mentioned it last week, but yeah, um, yeah, it's a really good first episode. Um, all four, like I really enjoyed yeah, the first one. Every episode, end of that first every, one hooked us. Every in the beginning of the second, I mean the all the other ones. So the second episode starts um, is titled "Here Goes Nothing." It's more Mark learning his powers and becoming uh, invincible as a team um, that uh, the name that he's given, and he goes like on his own first mission trying to like save. Uh, a city from being attacked by aliens and um t- uh, the team team has to come in and help him out which is like their teen titans which yeah. in turn they still i think end up having help from omni-man as well who comes in and helps them out um the introduction to teen team with uh <laughs> i have to say mazookas just completely stands out on the team Ma- team like <laughs> manzukas yeah as rexplosion yeah. i mean Manzukis, I like I told my wife, I was like, I love that he just plays a piece of shit and everything. That Perfectly, yeah. And he he plays his character so well. And Jillian Jacobs is great as I love her name too, Adam Eve. A T O M Adam Eve. Um she was really good. I never read the comic or anything, did you? Me neither. Me neither. I'm going to now. I'm already I as we speak, I'm looking up like where I can buy there's twenty five volumes of the comic. Yeah. Wow. So I'm looking at where I can pick those up right now. You could probably definitely buy them like off of a Ooh, comic. You get them hardcover too. Yeah. Ooh, you like that hardcover. I do. So second episode, really good. Mark learns his powers. Third episode is called Who You Call an Ugly. Um, and it's a tele- they have the televised funeral for the Guardians and then a private funeral for the Guardians to follow after. Um, also, this is where they begin to replace the team, the Guardians of the Globe. And you see that um, robot who's voiced by Zachary Quinto, who does a fantastic oh, job, great job as robot is the one that's been chosen to assemble the team, um, which has been pretty cool to watch as well. Uh, the introduction <clears> to the team team is pretty fun. Um, and then seeing them kind of assemble, like the bureaucracy that goes behind it too, you know, trying to figure out the team team, or team, team and uh, Guardians of the Globe. Just getting to like know the characters and you're introduced to um, Monster Girl, 
um oh, i forget the other guy's name uh that's not part but you also uh what's that girl's name duplicate is that duplicate her name? duplicate yeah yeah so um duplicate's pretty fun but in the same episode in episode three uh <laughs> In episode three, that's when you find out where Rex explodes having, or he's cheating on his girlfriend, Adam Eve, uh, with Duplicate, with, with three or, of them. <laughs> is it Duplicate? or is it, Yeah, it's Duplicate. Oh, yeah. See, is it Duplicate or Replicate? I think it's Duplicate. It might be Replicate, because I guess it is Duplicate's duplicate, more. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. So, um, so, yeah, he's cheating on uh, Adam Eve with uh, Duplicate. And um, all three versions of her, because it's she's like yeah. multiple men. Yeah, yeah. So she can, like... Like she can keep like reproducing herself to the point where she like the replicate the duplicates of her just killed off easily, um, but yeah so, uh so you're introduced to that as well and then this week's episode, this week's episode um we'll we'll go into it it's called Neil Armstrong eat your heart out um, Red Rush's widow um, Olga is angry that the GDA has not yet caught the Guardian's killer so oh which we didn't even talk about um uh. Uh, Demon Detective, Detective, or is that right? I, I might be backwards on that. Demon Detective, uh, played by Clancy Brown, yeah. uh, who's like this Hellboy type detective character. Uh, super He's got a cool. different name. I'm looking it up now. Yeah, um, it's Clancy Brown, right? Damien Darkblood. Yeah, that's his go. name. Damien Darkblood. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's the Demon Detective. I, I love, love, love his character. Um, and a bit of a spoiler going into later in this episode. But uh, Red Rush's widow, Olga, is angry that the GDA, GDA has not caught the Guardian's killer, so she hires Debbie to sell her house, whose Debbie is Omni-Man's wife, Mark's mom, to sell her house so she can return to Moscow. When Cecil asks Nolan to protect the first mission to Mars, the um, aka Omni-Man, uh, he refuses, given his responsibilities to Earth protection, because, you know, the Guardians are all dead because he killed them. So Mark volunteers. And despite successfully landing, Mark in, in attendance, <laughs> he, he gets bored, <laughs> allows Martians to abduct the astronauts. The Martian Emperor orders their execution, which I love. That's a fantastic oh, scene. Oh, for sure. To prevent the, peri- the parasitic sequids from reaching Earth and destroying the universe, Mark hastily evacuates the astronauts and their shuttle, failing to realize a Martian has replaced one of them into a host. Meanwhile, Nolan and Debbie take a vacation to Rome to rekindle their relationship. Nolan rec- regains Debbie's trust using half-truths and opening up emotionally. Cecil realizes Nolan is, a kill- is the killer, but cannot act until he deduces the latter mo- latter's motive. Knowing Dark Blood will not drop the case, Cecil banishes them back to hell. Unaware, the demon detective hid his notepad in Debbie's closet to maintain his presence on Earth, which I don't know if he caught that at the end, but... Um, yeah, he left it in the closet. Yep. As the surviving Mahler begins cloning himself, uh, which that's a cool character himself too, a robot monitors his progress and methods before stealing a DNA sample from Rex to present to his real self, the deformed Rudy Connors. Um, so yeah, robot also, like everybody has almost like ulterior motives, which is pretty oh, cool. Oh, for sure, for this, yeah. Like something that we have not seen sort of like in a cartoon, uh, much less like in like a series like this. We've seen it like, um, with, like a, with the show like The Boys, you you've seen it, but yeah. like to see it like given to us in this presentation, um, is is really fun to watch. And you know, hands up, this show is not suitable for kids because even like if you think the animation style is, do not watch it with your kids. No, no, no <laughs> I did not no. make that mistake. I, I I watched the show completely on my own, like off my phone. Um, I would have loved to watch it on the like on my TV, but I was just like, this is the time I have to watch it. So I'm like watching it, holding it on my phone with headphones on because yeah, there's a lot of uh, coarse language throughout the entire series, but rightfully so. I don't think you could do a show like this without it being geared towards adults. Oh, um, for sure, yeah, it's got to be this brutal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure the comics are <clears throat> it's, along the same tone. Oh yeah, I think it has to be. Um, so especially far, if it's man, Robert Kirkman. So far, I've loved every episode. Um, I'm really enjoying the show. And if you're not watching Invincible on Amazon Prime, I think you should watch Invincible. This is not an ad for Invincible or, or Amazon. No, watch it. It's, it's a hell Amazon. of a series. If you already it's have Amazon, why not? Why are yeah. you not watching it? And it's already we're already halfway through the season. Now that we think about it, I think it's only eight episodes. So but Yeah, it's, really, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I can't wait for more to come out. Uh, hell, like I said, to the point that I'm already looking at, at reading the series. <laughs> So oh, we get we get um oh in the soundtrack don't give me oh my god holy shit the soundtrack you, you know what I love how, so how are you watching the show are you watching the show like on your TV or yeah so if you pause like the show on your TV does it give you like information um, about the scene yeah but that's that's something that um, Amazon Prime always does yeah like, yeah it'll so tell I'll you just, the actors I'll and just stuff that are if in that it, scene. It, 
if, yeah, I wonder if it did the same thing. Yeah. Because like every time like I touched the screen, I didn't even have to pause it. I just like touched the screen on my phone, and it would tell me who was in the scene at that time and what song was playing. Yep. In the background, because there's so much good music. Oh, in this show. I I and, picked up at least two Run the Jewel songs. Like, yeah, yeah, and it definitely. Like, yeah, I screamed. And like, then I was another Killer Mike. Them. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, I was just, I was just like adding them to my Spotify playlist, like just er- almost like every song that came I'm, on. I like, like I. I felt like I was annoying my wife at one point because I was like, "Oh shit, more run the jewels," and yeah. then um, <laughs> and then a, a song came on that I know for a fact was on her playlist, and I look over at her and she's singing along with it. And I was like, "All right, I don't feel so bad." <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. she's kind of geeking out for this as much as I am. Um, yeah. yeah, really, really good soundtrack. I was really impressed with it. It's pretty <clears throat> awesome. Um, I didn't even realize they're and they're not credited as the main cast. But there's some pretty there's some pretty big names that played the original Guardians of the Globe. Um, Lauren Co- Cohan was War Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, Martin Green, another Walking Dead um, alum, was Green Ghost. Um, you had Chad L. Coleman as a Martian Man. You know him from um, Tyrese from a- from Walking Dead. Uh, Michael Cudlitz, another he was. Oh, I forget <laughs> his name. Yeah, Michael yeah. Cudlitz. An entire Walking Dead cast oh, for was. Sure. Um, was the original Guardians of the Globe and they all got killed off. Lenny James was Darkwing and Ross Marquand was uh, Immortal and Aquarius. So, yeah. There was one spot where um, I think it was Black Samson was his name. Um, he's one of the guys. He was a former member of the Guardians of the Globe and he gets brought back in in the tryouts. Yeah. Um, I knew I recognized his voice he instantly. He wears a suit. I couldn't pin where I recognized his voice from, so I went to IMDb. He plays the voice of Cyborg in Teen Titans Go. Oh like, my gosh! Okay, that's on, that's where I get it. That's where I I okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I really enjoyed this. This was probably I liked everything we watched this week, but this might have been my favorite thing. I think so too. Week. And that's not to knock anything that I did watch this week, but um, yeah. This is this is a lot of fun. This is my preferred series to watch right now for sure. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Um, definitely, definitely thumbs up on Invincible. So hell yeah. Uh, keep watching the show if you guys are. A little bit interested in it definitely gets the gofo seal of approval um it gets and, going fast too like, yeah and everything it is doesn't interesting. yeah like each episode kind of just pulls you in even his and high it, school drama and stuff was a lot of fun yeah to watch. yeah there's there's no like throwaway storylines and um i'm digging it and it's nice it's a nice continuing storyline i love that's his best I, friend I like about it in high school i think that dude's awesome um he was actually in um big mouth on netflix as well and he played a really great character on there as well. Um, nice. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, let's talk about the other big watch this week then. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. Let's uh, do it. Meh on the story for me, but the visuals and the the uh, the fights were amazing. I'll tell you what. Uh, there was three storylines in this movie. Mm-hmm. One of them I didn't care about. Go for it. And the, the storyline I didn't care about was um, the one with Madison. They're Millie Brown, yeah. her character coming back. And I feel like... Um, I needed more of her dad. Yeah, I wanted more of her dad and and less of her. I think the reason why she kind of got forced in this was because from the get-go she had signed for two movies in mm-hmm. the franchise. And so I feel like they had a story written, but they didn't have a story written for her. So like I feel like her storyline was probably a little bit... You know, just throwing in. It, it was really unnecessary, especially given like what happens later on in the movie. Um, if you haven't watched Godzilla vs. Kong yet, um, and you're going to, just stop listening to the show right now because we're going to go heavy into spoilers again. Um, so the whole jumping way ahead in the story, um, when they, the sort of, hey, Mecha Godzilla's in the movie. Hell yeah. Holy shit. Um, and he was teased in the trailers. They kept showing a, a real close-up of his eye. There's mm-hmm. a spot where whenever he's activated, the camera zooms in on his eye. And they had that last couple seconds of that zoom in uh, yeah. that showed up at the end of one of the trailers. Uh, but yeah, hell yeah. And it was a really cool Mecha Godzilla too. I like the design. I know some people didn't like the design. I thought it was cool. Um, for the people who didn't like the design... Uh, I don't know who hurt you in your life. I don't know. I think they just wanted it to look a lot more like Godzilla, like thicker in the body, I guess. Yeah. So, but I get what they were after, and I didn't No, like, I loved it. I completely agree. I loved the design for Mechagodzilla. I love that he had longer arms. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't have, like, a short punch distance. Because why you know? wouldn't you design him like that? I mean, if you were designing exactly. him and you could – what was one of Godzilla's flaws? 
His short ass arms. Yeah, exactly. So why would you not have that? So um, oh, we also forgot it, to talk about only because his, his face popped up. But the uh, the biggest asshole of the office was in Invincible. I don't know if you noticed that. No, I don't remember. Uh, Brian, the camera guy that tried to, tried oh, to he's hook in up it? with Pan. Okay, yeah, what he plays is Donald. He? Cecil's right hand man, the bald guy with the glasses. Okay, I kept wondering who was playing that character. So, yeah. oh, that's a very interesting. It's the biggest asshole in the office. That's a very interesting um, grab there. I love Cecil as a character as well. Cecil's great. That's Walter Coggins. Walter Coggins. Back to, yeah, so back to Godzilla. So now that I interrupted. So Godzilla, um, the plot. Five years later, after Godzilla is defeated, King Ghidorah Kong is monitored by Monarch with a giant dome on Skull Island. Kong is visited by G- uh, Jaya, the last Iwi native and Kong expert Eileen Andrews' adopted daughter, who is deaf and communicates with Kong via sign language, which you learn about 15 minutes into the movie. Um, it was which pretty is cool. really cool. I love that. I love that fact. Uh, Bernie Hayes, an employee of Apex Cybernetics, which is a huge foreshadow later into the movie, and host of Titan Conspiracy Theory podcast, extracts data suggesting sinister activities at a Pensacola facility. However, Godzilla suddenly attacks the facility during the rampage. Bernie stumbles upon a massive device. Madison Russell, a fan of Bernie's podcast, enlists her friend Josh to investigate Godzilla's attacks. Apex CEO Walter Simmons recruits Nathan Lind, a hollow earth theorist, which is another cool storyline, uh, to guide a search for the power source into the hollow earth, the homeworld of the Titans. Nathan is initially hesitant as his brother died on an expedition to hollow earth due to the strong reverse gravitational effect. He agrees after Walter reveals that Apex has revealed heaves, or those cool, like, hollow, like, what are they, like, floating, um, what do you call hovercrafts, kind of? Mm-hmm. Uh, special light crafts able to uh, withstand the pressure exerted by the gravity field. Um, it's a long, it's a long plot. Uh, the movie actually, uh, actually wasn't that long to, I didn't feel like it was. It was right really at two hours. At Almost, yeah. Uh, Nathan meets with Eileen and convinces her to let Kong guide into Hollow Earth via an outpost in Antarctica. Nathan, Eileen, and an Apex team, led by Walter's daughter Maya, board a modified barge escorted by the U.S. Navy that carries a sedated and restrained Kong. Godzilla attacks the convoy and defeats Kong, but retreats after the ships disable their power and trick him to thinking they are destroyed. To avoid alerting Godzilla, Kong is airlifted to the Hollow Earth entrance, and Jaya convinces him to enter the tunnel while the team follows him in with the heaves. Um, so it's kind of cool. Early in the mo- in the in the movie, um, you're kind of like like trying to figure out why Godzilla is attacking cities for no reason. Right. You know, like this entire time he's been the Earth's protector. He's been protecting the you know earth from the other titans you kind of learn throughout the the movie here why 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 it's happening he's sort of he's being tricked um madison and josh find bernie who joined their investigation they sneak into the wrecked apex base discover a secret facility on the ground and are inadvertently locked in this is part one of the horrible parts that i hated about the movie uh locked into an underground monorail transport to the apex facility in hong kong where they unwittingly stumble on the test of a mecha godzilla it is telepathically controlled by ren shirazawa the son of the late ishizero shirazawa through the neural networks from a severed head one of the severed heads of Ghidorah, but is hobbled by its power supply's limitations walter intends to harness the hollow earth energy to overcome Mechagodzilla's limitations. Inside the hollow earth, Kong and the team, which is such a cool scene uh, oh, if you go back and sure. watch a movie, uh, the team find an ecosystem similar to Skull Island. They discover his species' ancestral throne room, which is awesome, where they yeah. find remains Yeah, where they find the remains of an ancient war with Godzilla's kind and a glowing axe made from one of Godzilla's dorsal plates. And there was a giant statue of Kong. Yes, well. yeah. Um, as they... As they find the power surge, the Apex team sends its signature back to the Hong Kong, despite uh, the Hong Kong based despite all these protests. Um, att- attracted by Mecha Godzilla's activation, Godzilla arrives in Hong Kong and, sensing Kong, he directly drills a shaft to the throne room with his atomic breath. In assuming mayhem, Maya and the Apex team attempt to escape, but the heave is crushed by Kong. Kong, Eileen, Jaya, and Nathan ascend to Hong Kong, where Godzilla and Kong battle. Um, Godzilla is initially overpowered by Kong, but Godzilla emerges victorious while Kong loses consciousness. So Godzilla wins, but not yet. Uh, Madison, Josh, and Bernie are caught by security and taken to Walter. Despite Ren's concerns over the power source volatility, sorry, um, Walter orders him to activate Mechagodzilla. Uh, they lose control. Make a Godzilla immediately, who kills Walter and electric. Oh, he goes in. sentient the yeah. second he goes yeah. online. I was like, and Holy then attacks, shit. and then he begins to attack Hong Kong. Godzilla, Mega Godzilla battle, which and it doesn't say this in here, but Godzilla is totally shit housed for that entire oh, fight. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> he, he just getting worked, wrecked bad. Uh, yeah. And I guess, like, I guess what you could look at because that Mega Godzilla is being uh, controlled inside the skull of Ghidorah. one of the Ghidoras. 
one of Ghidorah's heads. So there's DNA left over from it. So I guess like you could take away like they're kind of reanimated Ghidorah. And yeah. it's it's kind of taken over. Like, it's trying to finish what it started from the last Godzilla movie. Yeah. Um, like, muscle yeah. memory. Muscle yeah, memory. He's yeah, just yeah. absolutely gets fucking wrecked. Yeah, hell yeah. Ha- poor we Hong did- Kong, man. <laughs> My wife was just like, who cleans up that mess? Oh, we, uh, that's all we've been talking yeah. about. Because we've been re-watching, like, Avengers movies okay, and so stuff. Okay, so if you watch... Yeah, so if you watch, like... Superhero movies and, and movies like this, like... There God are cleanup... Damn, yeah, man, like... Yeah, there, so there is cleanup crews, you know? Shit gets wrecked. You kind of get that feeling in um, Spider-Man Far From Home. They're, yeah. You know, Michael Keaton's team is a cleanup crew from the first Avengers battle in 2012 or whatever. And so and then he gets put out of a job because Stark is, you know, taking charge with his team. And then that's what turns him into the right. Witcher. Uh, Nathan revives Khan by destroying the heave, and Jaya convinces him to help Godzilla. As Mega Godzilla overpowers both Titans, Josh short circuits Mega Godzilla's controls with Bernie's flask of liquor. You guys who are listening didn't see me roll my eyes. Oh, yeah. uh, momentarily interrupting the mech, Godzilla supercharges Kong's axe with his atomic breath, which is so fucking cool, <laughs> allowing Kong to destroy Mega Godzilla. Madison, Bernie, and Josh reunite with Mark Russell while Godzilla and Kong acknowledge each other before the two go their separate ways. Sometime later, Monarch has established an observation post in the hollow earth where kong now rules hell yeah i loved the movie it was um, fun it was it was really fun to watch i'm gonna watch it again i absolutely um, love the visuals there's a lot of like there's a couple really cool scenes um with godzilla and kong where the i like the whole lighting and everything in hong kong was awesome and then you had a spot where there's like green light on on the side of one face and red on the other and it was just lit really cool um, yeah. It was really cool to find out uh, that scene where they're staring each other in the face and Godzilla realizes that his mother's name was Martha, too. Um, <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Kind of what it reminded me of when they're in each other's Martha. face right there. I was Why really interested to see that Daniel Bryan was allowed, announced last second to be placed in the match. Those are great memes. That's become Daniel my Bryan new favorite memes. thing. So for people who don't know who Daniel Bryan is, he's a professional wrestler. He's the underdog. He's the the consummate underdog. Like he's essentially like that's his character. He's smaller than everybody else. Yeah. All the fans love him. <clears throat> and two times in the last what? Five years. Five years. Six, six years. years um, he's the fans have kind of helped shoehorn him into a WrestleMania match, a triple threat match. So now, like, there's these memes just taking over the internet. That it's like Godzilla versus Kong versus Daniel Bryan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Israel versus Palestine versus Daniel Bryan. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're just shoehorning him into these one on one things, and I yeah. absolutely loved it. Uh, but yeah, this it was a really fun movie. I'm going to probably watch it again before it's gone um, because it will yeah, come definitely. off of HBO April, Go at the end of the month. April 30th? Yeah. Yep. Uh, a friend um, of mine watched it in theaters and said it was. Amazing. I was going to say. Um, I watched the entire credits. I knew I knew there wasn't anything at the end. Right. But um, I saw that it was like it's one of the credits said that it was shot for IMAX theaters, and I was just like, "Holy crap! I'm yeah. gonna have to try to pull something off where, hopefully, this movie is like back when theaters are fully open again. You know, I want to watch this on a giant. I screen. believe that theater that <clears throat> I was sending you photos of is an IMAX theater. So El Paso yeah. opened up a new uh, Alamo Draft House. And it is luchador themed. There's like lucha masks throughout on the walls, um, posters of luchador matches, and then the entrance into one of the theaters is you have to walk through the mouth of a lucha mask. Yeah, the first or uh, when I got to go watch Force Awakens in Lubbock, that was an IMAX screen that I watched that movie on. Mm-hmm. So if that theater is showing it, I'm I'm definitely gonna try to like go and see it and try to see I it. Am... maybe go watch it with my brother. I'm definitely thinking about crap, our theaters are reopening either the day Mortal April Kombat 16th. is out or the day yeah, after. April 16th. And Mortal Kombat actually got delayed. We failed to mention that, mention that oh, last week. It? It's delayed by a week. So I don't know the full reason why, but instead of April 16th, it's now April 23rd. Okay, Mortal Kombat fine. is coming Perfect. out. So, there's, so our theaters the, the are going to be open. Will, the theater so will be open for Mortal, Mortal Kombat. I may watch that um, in theaters and I'm going to watch it at home because why not? Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely. I would love this. is This was definitely one of those movies where, holy crap, I want to watch this in theaters. This is, and it, you can kind of see why um, last week when we brought it up shortly that, um, uh, yeah, I can see why people went to go watch this in the theaters because it's awesome. This oh, is it's definitely, definitely a, a popcorn screen. movie. 
a big screen spectacle movie like you want to see kong and and godzilla bigger than you know your 50 inch tv that you have at home you know oh whoa is us now you know complaining about our 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 small tv yeah but if you if you get a chance to watch (laughs) it in theaters like it's definitely a theater movie um it's definitely a a movie to sit there and watch just in awe pop eating popcorn like definitely definitely hell yeah it was really fun i really liked the movie which storyline did you not care for you um, i'm kind of the same with millie bobby brown yeah um all I, of them like I, I think all of them could have been a little bit better like just the writing in it wasn't the best it could have um, been a little fleshed out a little yeah. bit more on all the storylines um they and i I, I was shocked i was shocked to see this the running time as low as it was i was for sure thinking this is going to be a three-hour movie not even three and i think even just another 30 two and minutes. a half yeah. two and a half hour at least um, and I don't think it would have been that bad, but to cram this much into well, you're basically creating yeah. like you've got this Kong and Godzilla universe, like you've got I, your Skull Island and your Godzilla yeah. movies that are all coming together, and like you're rushing like through a lot of the stories on it, and it felt a little disjointed here and there. And I think that was my yeah. biggest problem is that there was a lot of like hot potato with the story. Lines. Yes, yeah, it, it it felt like it went from, you know. Um, uh, Alice Scargard's character Nathan Lind, him being like disheveled and bearded to being like freshly shaven and <laughs> and on that mission immediately, you know, um, where he he goes. I wanted I wanted to see a Kong movie where it depicts them, you know, confining him in that area on Skull Island, like building that outpost, like figuring yeah. out how to do that. I would have loved to see a couple of Kong kong movies uh depicting like those like maybe different throughout the different eras because like the last time we saw him was like what late 60s early 70s yeah so it would have been cool to see like an 80s kong a 90s kong and the crap that he had to deal with you know um i I do like the kong that we got he didn't look like kong he's grown he's a little bit more haggard he's got some gray in his hair you know like weathered. kong yeah he just weathered he's he's seen some shit and you know like it, it was pretty cool to see kong it was cool to see like all of them like in, in the way that they were portrayed. Um, it was just, it was a fun movie. It was a really fun movie. Like, like I said, I'm I'm gonna watch it again. I don't know how my son he must have been exhausted, but he like crashed out like in the first Kong <laughs> Godzilla in the first Kong and Godzilla fight like on the boats. Um, and I was fully expecting him to stay up the entire time and, and just be glued to it. Yeah, yeah, and he just knocked out. He just was exhausted, but he would just like. He like came up to me the next. He came up to me on Thursday and was like, "Oh, can we watch the movie?" And I was like, "I did watch the movie. I gotta watch all these other things beforehand." But yes, we'll watch so, it again. Yeah, we'll watch my, it again. Uh, my daughter, I didn't expect her to want to watch it. <coughs> she, um, she was kind of checked out at first, yeah. and then next thing I know, she just sat down. Mm-hmm. She missed maybe twenty minutes, and then just came in and sat down and was just hooked. And uh, I, I even think she was – oh, did it come out Friday or did it come out Thursday? It came Wednesday. out Wednesday, yeah. yeah. So she was supposed to go to bed early for school the next day. And we were like, yeah, let's just let her stay up. Let's let her finish yeah. this movie. It's only an extra 30 minutes past her bedtime. Let's just do this. Because, um, yeah, we watched it Wednesday as soon as it came out too. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I can't – I kind of can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. Um, the only reason why I haven't watched it again was just for the simple fact that I wanted. I, mean, I needed to watch, and I wanted to watch yeah, everything else. Stuff, yeah. Um, but now that you know, I have a little bit. Now that the time's cleared up, definitely gonna watch it again. Um, yeah, I really liked. I really liked all the characters. That everybody was casted pretty well in all the roles. Um, Rebecca Hall as Eileen Andrews. Oh, she's great. The doctor, I think she's great. Um, and man, I don't know what it is, but I found her extremely attractive in this movie. She's really hot in this movie too. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I like her more than the stupid hey, evil guy's daughter. Some guys killed. <laughs> some guys killed it with the lighting. All right, I'm just saying. Like, nah, was, she's she's she is a very attractive woman. There was, um, I, I think, and it's crazy. Like, that's what stood out to me in this movie more than anything. Like, even more than the fight scenes, is they did a lot of cool shit with the lighting. Yeah. And, no, there's a lot of cool yeah. shots. I, not set design not stuff just, and yeah. or, uh, cinematography was really really cool. Yeah. A lot of cool scenes, not just monster fighting scenes. It's just it was a really good movie. Like and I said, I think this is easily one of those movies, and it's cool because it's like on the cusp of being two hours. It's one of those movies you're like, you know, I feel like watching this movie again. It's awesome to watch visually. I'm just gonna watch it again and check it out. So hell yeah, I um, really really enjoyed it. Um, another GoFull approved watch for you guys to do if you haven't watched it yet and if you haven't watched it yet and you listen to the entire spoiler filled recap oh my god i'm sorry but you know you should you should watch that movie 
Um, yeah. So there was yeah, that. it was a really um, good movie. I and the fun. only bad thing, the only bad thing is there wasn't anything teased for after the movie. I do like the end of it with um with Kong being in Hollow Earth, and now they have a base installed there. Yep. Um, the Hollow Earth stuff was like super cool, like seeing all the different creatures and sort of like cradle of life kind of like you know this is where you know earth sort of began right began in <laughs> to see like the throne you know like the kong throne that with was the, axe. Cool. the axe that was, and everything. That was awesome yeah, i thought oh, that yeah. was really cool um <coughs> before we get into falcon and winter soldier we had two new trailer drops this week um one of which was the uh Another trailer for... Actually, we had three trailer drops this week. We had a cinematic trailer or theatrical trailer for uh, Suicide Squad. Did you get to see that one? Yes, I watched it yesterday. It's got some added scenes. Um, No Steely Dan, unfortunately. Yeah, this one's more family-friendly. You can watch this, you know, in front of your kids. Uh, But they added some more scenes, showed off some more characters. It looked really good. I cannot wait for that movie. Um, John Cena's not talking about eating a beach full of dicks. Yeah, in this movie, um, but or in this trailer, but uh, they also we also got another trailer for Black Widow. Uh, this one was really good. Like some of the other trailers yeah. were, I don't know what it was. They just didn't get me hyped. This one did. This this trailer was really really good. They did a really and, good job by kind of recapping what she's been through at the beginning of the trailer. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, and then the last one we got a, our first look at Space Jam finally. Yeah. And holy shit, does that look good? <laughs> I, you know what? It looks fun. It looks like a fun movie. My son, I, sh- I watched it once on my phone. And usually the, the thing is, is like, if I think a trailer is cool looking and I watch it on my phone. Or watch it um, on the TV later. I'm going to watch it on the TV <laughs> later. The same. Yeah. And so I did that. And I watched it on the TV in front of, in front of my kid, in front of my oldest. And he was just like, let's watch that right now. You're like, I wish. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, we'll go. I was like, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. We'll, um, we'll check it out. There was, did you catch some of the cameos? Like the Night King from Game of Thrones? Yeah. Iron so there's, Giant. Um, one of the dragons so from Game of Thrones. Yeah. So there's like WB like property. Oh, it's the WB verse. 100%. So yeah. And to go back to Black Widow, I like that we got a little bit more um, explanation, you know, like going into yeah. going into the movie. Like you see, actually, David Harbor's character more than just the Red Guardian. He's sort of like her a mentor. Yeah, like yeah, like the mentor to both to the Black Widows, you know. So I'm interested to see, and you get to see like them, like yeah, they're being referred to like as you know the Black, like Black Widows as a whole, not just as a person. Right. So I'm interested to see what what happens with them, and holy, like I you know want to see what happens with the villain, with Taskmaster. I want to see. All of it, and it, it hyped me up to see the movie. I think, and hopefully, ta- I come think this July, Taskmaster's a woman. I hopefully, really yeah, hopefully, come female. July, hopefully, come July, like I will be able to comfortably go watch this movie in a the theater because I don't, you know, I do like the option of being able to watch it at home on Disney Premiere oh, or I'm whatever do it's both. called. Um, and paying like what the $30, I'll spend the extra um, money to watch it at home the next and day. And so, you've done that, yeah, you've done that with Raya, right? So, you did that with Raya, mm-hmm. and you have like no regrets with the. And I'm sure, I'm sure, like they put so much work into this movie that it's going to be just as good. Um, that it's not going to be, you know, like um, like a disappointment. Like, yeah, it's been a year. It's been a year we've been watching this movie, um, and it's. I think whatever be, we get, we're going to be really excited. I'll be about. vaccinated by then. <clears throat> uh, you're already vaccinated. Yeah. Um, I will feel comfortable with my wife and I going to this. My yeah. kids can't get vaccinated. I don't know 100 percent that I want to take them to a movie theater. I may. Um, yeah. But because we're we're still just really careful people, but having that option of knowing that hey, if my wife and I wanted to go as two vaccinated adults and want to go watch this movie, we can. But if I want to come the next day and buy this movie to watch at home with my kids, I still have that option. That's a pretty awesome option. Yeah, yeah even thirty bucks, like that's still a steal. It's two tickets. I, it's, it's two tickets. You yeah. got food at home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's still a steal. So I yeah. wouldn't even mind. I mean, we we do that so many times anyway. I go watch a Marvel movie without my daughter most times because she has to pee like three times during a movie. <laughs> yeah. And I want to catch the story all the way through the first time. So we normally go watch it without her once, and then we come back and watch it with her again. So yeah. I'm already doing that. It would be cool the second time to be able to do that at home and not have oh, to yeah. have that problem. Be able to pause it if someone has to get up and go to the bathroom or anything. Yeah. Um. Hey, we also got the, um, speaking of Disney, uh, a new Disney, well, a couple Disney Plus series. Uh, the Obi-Wan cast totally got revealed this early, early in the week. I think it was on Monday, the day after we recorded. 
Um, of course, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen uh, reprising their roles. Uh, Moses Good old Ingram. Kamel. Yeah. Joel Egerton reprising his role, uh, as well as Bonnie. Bonnie, I don't know how to say her last name, but uh, PC. Uh, yeah, you got Kumail. He's, he, he got casted. So I'm, we're really interested to see what, what kind droid. of character. Is he going to be playing? Is he going to be playing himself or is he going to be playing a droid? Star Wars um, has a good track record of yeah. bringing in comedians as droids. Yeah, Indira Varma, Rupert Friend, O'Shea Jackson Jr., which I was really uh, surprised was really to cool. see on this cast list. I'm really interested to see what happens with him. Sung King, Simone Kessel. Uh, Sung King, a.k.a. Um, Han from Fast and Furious. Yep. Um, Han Solo from Fast and Furious, <laughs> by the way. That's his, that's his name from yeah. Fast and Furious. And Benny Safety from, uh, oh, I don't know where Benny Safety's from, but yeah, also casted. Um, also other casting. Oh, the other Disney Plus series uh, news was we got an official trailer release for the bad batch um yes. looks really awesome it's in the style of the clone wars uh animated uh series as well so it's a nice continuation i don't know how many seasons we're gonna get of this if it's a one off, maybe a couple what's H- up his name is not han solo yeah it is it's c-o-o nope it's han lu one well, of his, no th- one of they his, changed it finally one of his aliases is han, is han solo. solo yes i'm still taking the solo yeah, apparently, because I knew, like, I had seen somewhere that it wasn't Han Solo, <clears throat> so I went back to look. It's Han Lu, L-U-E. Um, but he is also known as Han Solo, S-E-U-L-O-H. Um, Who hurt you in life? Who hurt you in life? I think me? I think that they probably retconned that on purpose. Like, they probably got some flack for naming him Han Solo, so they went back and yeah. changed it to Han Lu. Um, yeah, he probably dies in this series and gets brought back. Oh, shoot. Jeremy, oh man, I wanted to do this and I completely forgot. What? Let's go back to Godzilla versus Kong okay. real quick. I wanted to bring something up. Um, this was movie. This movie was a battle of the titans. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was big names, main event, main event guys. You know, there is there's a guy that we used to have on the show who was uh, a main eventer in his day, and he has passed on. And it's been a long time since since we've done this because we have not had a, an awesome movie to review. I think we need the Macho Man to review Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> yeah, let, me, let me tell you something, man. Yeah, yeah, let me tell you. I haven't done this in so long. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something. The big hairy guy, that King Kong Bundy looking guy. Yeah, King Kong Bundy versus Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla. I was rooting for him, man. For King Kong Bundy. Look at how hairy he was. Like King Kong Bundy, man. Yeah, I think he... Uh, he hit on Elizabeth a couple of times. I'm not going for that. Let me tell you. Yeah, no, not gonna happen under my roof. No, not on my watch. Yeah, yeah going for Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, built by McMahon. Let me tell you. Would you would you say that Mecha Godzilla was sort of like the Ultimate Warrior? Like he was poised to like take over at one point. And yeah, he just no completely God, failed. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's uh, Mothra. Yeah, just failed and crashed and burned. Man, that's what that is. <laughs> Crashed it's been a burned. long. It's it's been a long time, Randy. I know you're. I, I, I know you're a little rusty, but I appreciate you coming yeah, down. Yeah, it's Randy, not rusty. Yeah, get it right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got. It. That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy, busy schedule to come and review the movie. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed you. it. Um, and I'm pretty sure Hulk Hogan is still a stupid piece of shit. Yeah, Randy. Hulk Hogan's a racist bastard. Let me tell you. There we go. I never wanted to work with Bad News Brown. Not once. Yeah, <laughs> hated him. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much randy uh so yeah awesome yeah um bad batch looks fun looks really good yeah bad batch looks um, good um I, I think we we're still breaking down <laughs> all the damn cameos in that space jam trailer did you see yeah, two pink there's, there's two lot. penguins did you catch that on the sidelines there's I, the classic no, penguin one. and danny yeah. devito penguin are side wow. by side and then two cat women. Awesome. they've got classic Catwoman and michelle michelle pfeiffer Catwoman. Both side by oh, side. Oh, this is like the Fortnite of movies. It's 100%. And then what did Fortnite add? I was talking to someone else about it this week. Fortnite James added um, the Stonks guy. Um, yeah. Laura Croft is in there. I still stand by the fact that Fortnite is going to be the oasis for us. It's going to be yeah. what, if you've seen or read uh, Ready Player One, it is... It's it is the beginning of the, the beginning Oasis. Of the Oasis. Yeah. I mean, look at all the shit they have in it. Look and at it's all the, on the everything. It's on everything now. It's you can play it on whatever machine you have. So, yeah. Very soon, I guarantee you. Very soon, we'll probably get VR versions of Fortnite. Oh, for sure. Going forward, I, it's, it's going to be insane. Happen. Yeah. So uh, that's yeah, a game that surprises me that you're not able to create your own character in. On Fortnite? Yeah, you would think like you'd be able to create your own skin. 
You're, the whole point is to give you to sh- is to get you to shell out money. Oh, I'm I'm sure, but so still have that option. Get, like, so you can get like a like a different skins. You know, like you're telling that's me I couldn't point. put that's myself whole, like cash grab. You would you I'm telling you you would make more money if you were able to create your own skin, but still incorporate parts. Like you're telling me I can't. Like I would pay money if I was able to make Wolverine and then take his head off and put my create a character head get on the there. claws yeah. yeah like you would make a ton of money with that i mean just look at all the idiots that bought the it, the nfl skin just to make aaron hernandez and run around as aaron hernandez with two pistols in a game god i <laughs> tell me you didn't see a million of those memes as soon as they oh, put out the NFL yeah ones. of course of course so uh cyberpunk 2077 launched their 1.2 patch update you're not even playing that game anymore no i'm still debating getting Uh, my refund for it yeah yeah. oh so that was the thing i had planned on getting my refund this week i was like because they xbox just came out again and said hey like if you want a refund for this like as soon as you go to the refund page there's like a big blurb at the top it's like hey we're not going to turn you down if you submit a refund no matter how much you played like if you want a refund for this get it do you really yeah come on Um, well here was my thought i i was going to because there was a game coming out that i wanted to buy and i was like i could get my refund buy this game i really want to play mlb the show mlb the show is a sony made game coming out on xbox for the first time and it just got even fucking crazier it is available day one for free on game pass so now i don't have to insane I was good. I was going to do it for Outriders, and Outriders ended up free, which I have been playing all week and absolutely love that game. Um, anybody playing Outriders get, on PC or Xbox, hit me up. I will definitely play with you. I love that game. What you do when you're done with this show is you go and you get your refund from Cyberpunk. For what? Um, I might as well try to play it at this point. I, ah, I kind of want to see. I don't know. That's the thing is broken or not broken, I don't know 100%. I don't, I don't know. Like, the world is interesting, but I think the gameplay is not fun. I don't know if I'd be content playing the console version of that game. Well, console version is one thing. A Series X version, it's like playing... For me, it was like playing it on a PC with settings turned down just a little. Like, yeah. it's it doesn't look bad. It honestly doesn't look that bad. It's just the broken shit for me. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm still debating. I got a big echo in here now that everything's taken off the walls. And it just, I caught it for the first time. That's what happens. Um... I don't know 100%. Like, I, I still, like, I've got that in the back of my head. Like, man, I might want to go back to it. I still I still have that itch. Like, it wasn't a bad game. I just don't know that I 100% love the gameplay. And I think I yeah. might give it one last shot before I push for the refund. And just fire it up. If it doesn't grab me, then I'm done. There you go. Um, what, else, what else we got here? Um, Sony, Sony is closing its uh, PlayStation Store for the PS3 and Vita coming uh, later in July, as reported on various sources. Taking a page out of um, Nintendo's book there. Yeah, uh, this past week, Mario or Mario was killed off just in the, you know, just on the store. Um, and already, um, they had said um, if you had game download codes for some of the games that got removed, that it wouldn't affect them, but apparently it did affect them. So people who have, like, these whatever, like, download codes for... What is it? Super Mario 3D World or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they can't download the game at all, even if they have the code, which is like, I don't know why you would have the code. Um, so everybody's favorite ship um, that was blocking uh, the Suez Canal finally got broken loose. But um, Did some, you see uh, the Funko some, April Fool's Day? So some interesting mods for Microsoft's Flight Sim. Oh, shit. Uh, they, created, they created on one of the maps they created where if you flew over that area, you would fly over the ship. Blocking the blocking the the Seuss Canal, so that's, that's funny. good stuff. And mods did. Thank you, mods. Thank you, mod creators. Yeah, on uh, Funko's website, they released um, <coughs> for April Fool's Day. They said that they were releasing their I oh I can't remember Funko Freddy. I think Freddy Funko is his name, but it's Freddy Funko piloting the ship. <laughs> it was just it was like the Funko rides. It was the big evergreen ship with Freddy Funko that's the awesome. captain's at. It's like that's that's a good meme. That was some good And shit. I wasn't sure if this was already news or not or if we already knew this, but did you know that Russell Crowe was also added to the the list of uh Thor Love and Thunder? I didn't maybe I did. Yeah. I wanna say that sounds so familiar. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I don't remember reporting or or maybe we, we passed that back and forth between if you guys didn't know, Russell Crowe's also in the movie. Um and yeah, they were all in Australia or New Zealand um watching the uh, rugby matches, I believe. Yeah, Dave because, Batista you know, was offered a spot on the uh, WWE Hall of Fame this year, and he turned it down. Um, you've got to believe that he's... He didn't say why, he just said scheduling conflicts. But you've got to assume there. he's in Australia filming Thor Love and Thunder, yeah. because Thor left they, with they, all the Guardians. So Yeah, exactly. So they have to be doing something all together at some point. So yeah, it's super awesome. Um, we got one last thing to recap before we wrap up this week. 
Episode 3 of The Falcon and Winter Soldier. This one was titled Power Broker. Unbeknownst to Wilson Barnes, uh, Barnes orchestrates a prison ride to help Zemo escape, and he agrees to help smash, stop the Flag Smashers. They travel to Marjapur, a criminal sanctuary city island, and meet with the high-ranking criminal Selby. She reveals that the power broker hired former Hydra scientist Dr. Wilfred Nagel to recreate the super soldier serum. Wilson's identity is exposed by Sarah's call. Selby is killed, and a bounty is subsequently placed on Wilson. Barnes and Zemo as they escape. Sharon Carter, who has been living as a fugitive, saves them both from bounty hunters and brings them to Nagel's lab. They learn he created 20 doses of the serum, which Morgenthau stole. Zemo unexpectedly kills Nagel, and the lab is destroyed, but Zemo steals a getaway vehicle. Carter uh, stays behind, and Wilson agrees to obtain a pardon for her. Walker and Hoskins arrive in Berlin and deduce that Barnes and Wilson help Zemo escape. While the Flag Smashers raid a global repair. Uh, how do you say that? Repatriation? Council Repatriation. GRC. Repatriation? Yeah. Repatriation. Repatriation Council GRC, a storage facility in Lithuania. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the thing that like helps you get reacclimated to life if you've After been blipped. Blip. Yep. Yeah. So it's a facility in Lithuania for supplies. Zemo, Barnes, and Wilson travel to Lativa in search of Morgenthau. Barnes recognizes Wakanda tracking devices in the street and confronts Dora Malia-Ayo, who demands Zemo. Yeah, so we got some Wakandas in the house. Hell yeah. Um, takes a nice she little She was the second the in command of the Dora Milaje. <clears throat> this one is awesome. This one had a lot more action in this episode. Um, Not even some just people a lot more like, action. Oh, like, lulled, but like high stakes right. storytelling. You know, like. It explained um, a lot too. And it also had, like, kind of coming off the back of, of Kong. And talking about like some of the cinematography and the lighting and the way things are set, this oh, was this, a very, very like really well stylized episode. This like, felt it was cinematic fit, the entire time. Like yeah. twenty minutes in, I had turned yeah. my wife. I was like, I don't know who the director is on this, but I fucking love it. Like this episode yeah. is amazing. It, uh, it was a really good. It was it was shot really well. It was edited really well. This then, one like, felt like with the was, music. They did a really good yeah. job with the music on this episode too. Did you see that? There's a there was a cut, and I think my brother sent it to me. And he goes, who agrees this is all a much better cut? But it's when they're walking into that club. Oh, Zemo is becoming giant. Zemo, Barnes. Yeah, Zemo, Barnes, and Wilson, when they're walking to the club. And someone's playing Gangster Paradise over the scene where they're walking in slow motion. I'll just like, that is pretty good. It would have (laughs) worked. Yeah, Zemo has become an instant meme after that episode. Um, Sharon stood out big time. Yeah, and Zemo with the mask. Like, looking awesome wearing the Zemo mask. mask. My My wife had turned to me, too, and she was like, man, like, Sharon is just so jaded now. I was like, I don't even know that it's jaded. You can't blame her. As much, you can't blame her. I don't her. think it's jaded as much as just she's just <clears throat> lost. Like, what does she Faith. have left? Yeah, like she's lost everything. Yeah, yeah, and she like she's playing the role the the card that she's handed very very well. Like she's got to do something to survive, and this is the route she's going to survive. And I think she she was doing a great job at it. Um, the second that 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 bullet someone saved her or saved them, I was like, it's. It's Sharon. My wife's like, you think? I was like, 100% it's Sharon. Like, one, I've already seen her in the trailer, and two, like, <laughs> it makes sense. So Madripoor is X- an X-Men city. It is kind of a, a wasteland for, or like, a safe haven for, like, bad mutants, like evil mutants and stuff. Um, they go to the Brass Monkey Bar, which is a bar in the comics. But on their way to the Brass Monkey, they pass by the Princess Bar. The Princess Bar is owned by Patch in the comics. Do you know who Patch is? No. Patch is an alias for Wolverine. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that bar in oh, the yeah. comics is owned by Wolverine. Wolverine shows up as a different persona, and he's wearing he wears like a suit and tie and a patch, eye patch over his eye, and hides there in Madripoor. And it's kind of like just a place for him to get away. And even Selby, the woman that they went to go visit, um, and she was the one like she was talking. Even the smiling tiger is an actual character, is an actual like anti-hero in the in the comics like he's a full-on tiger with yellow fur and like a red smiling face in the comics so they made him they made him like this gangster that that um falcon was posing as but that woman that they go visit in the back of the bar when she's talking to him she is a mutant in the comics yeah so they're they're alluding to mutants they're giving us little treats about mutant names and stuff they didn't have access to madripoor itself was a city that they didn't have access to until the fox deal was done and i've i've it must be a no entrance sign but there's a spot with two gates and there's an x-men logo on it a red and blue x-men logo and it stands out and i'm not kidding like it's at least 
four, three feet, four feet wide in diameter on the on the gate, and it's in the background when uh, was it Carly? Is it Carly Morgenthau? Yeah, when she's talking and they're on the street and it's in broad daylight, there's a gate behind them and it just has a big red X with a blue circle. And I was like, man, that looks oh, a nice. lot like I, I don't think that's an X-Men facility or anything, but maybe it's just a nod or maybe it's just a, a no entrance and maybe it means something yeah. else. But it stood out to me the second I saw it. I was like, whoa, that looks an awful lot. Like I don't think X-Men anything's movie. by coincidence in any of these shows. No. Oh, dude, I, <laughs> I saw a picture. Everything this is week. illusions, foreshadowing of, you know, well, of future things. That I saw a photo this week of series. the original Captain America movie and... Remember, Cap pulls off the door to that cab and is using it as a shield at one point. Yes. And then later on in his in his um, I think they even show it in Falcon and the Winter Soldier in that museum that they have to cap with all the stuff. There's a shot, a black and white picture that was taken of him holding that. If you go back to the original Captain America uh, movie, as he's holding that up, there's a person in the crowd with a camera. And it's that picture that is later on in Falcon and Winter Soldier is the picture from the point of view of that person holding the camera. Oh, wow. That's like, awesome. It's just insane details that, yeah. that they go back and that they, they like call back to. It was just really cool to see those side by side. Um, this the action, Sharon's action scenes were fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, I was so excited to see her. And then we get that, that fun little callback where uh, they get back in the car with Zemo. And uh, this time it's Sam in the back seat. He's like, "You're not gonna move your seat, are you?" He's like, "Nope." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call back to when they're in the VW. Yeah, the VW. The up. Yeah. I hate you. He's like, "I hate you." <laughs> um, there. This was a really fun episode. I'm excited. Yeah. I love seeing that Zemo is an actual Baron. Like he's rich. He has a private plane. Yes. And he has a. Bar. Yeah, yeah. Getting that, like, not just yeah. I liked him like showing off like that. He had money. You know. Yeah. And, you like, know, if it's bad, give it give it to Bucky and. Give it to Bucky and Sam. Zemo was great <laughs> in this episode. Um, I'm yeah. excited to see more. I think, and it kind of goes against. It, it's a hell of a swerve, and they're gonna they would have some work to do to get it there. But I think there's a possibility that Zemo would be the either knows who the power broker is or is the power broker. Yeah, because you got that moment where he shot the scientist as the scientist was explaining who the power broker was. And my wife's like, well, he shot him because he's recreating the super soldiers and he's been against the super soldiers. Like that was his whole work is to take them all out. Like, yeah, yeah but this is a different Zemo. This is a guy who like we've already been told, like he's spent he survived the blip and he has spent his five years in there plotting and reading Machiavelli. Like this dude is a completely different person than what we had. Yeah. Um this is a more developed Nemo. Yeah. Uh, I could see something happening where we get a twist like that, and that's why he shot that guy. Yeah. Um, I do love it. As soon as they arrived at that bar, I love seeing the graffiti on the wall that the the power broker is watching. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, like, that was awesome. Stuff. Yeah. It, this, again, like this, the city in Madripoor is bright, like as the neon and stuff was. It was the same thing that we got out of, out of Hong Kong in um, Godzilla versus Kong. It was just really cool. Like, it was a really fun, real cool stylized episode. I, I enjoyed Hell this, yeah. and this left really me good. wanting more big time. Every one of these episodes is left on a, like, a real subtle cliffhanger. Like, it doesn't build up to it. It's just, like, last second. Oh, shit. There's something going on here. Yeah. And, like, it was real cool towards the end to get that, that shot and to see that uh, Morgan Thau was just, she did, had no reserves, just blowing up her own people and just taking people out, Jeez, like, doing whatever she had to do. Because they, they made you feel real sympathetic about her, like, having a family member that passed and you got to see um, that she she's a sympathetic villain. And then she, all of a sudden she just is like, nah, I'm ruthless. Like, I, yeah. I'll do whatever I need. And yeah. it was a really cool turn. Like, they they've... I, I like this as a little bit of a departure because we're getting more storytelling out of it than we did in WandaVision at first. Like you had to get your storytelling in WandaVision in bits and pieces because it bounced around so much. Not, I mean, because that's what that series needed. Like it was intentionally not giving you everything and it was putting the veil over your eyes and slowly pulling it back. Whereas this one is very, very forthcoming on what's happening. It's an espionage series. It's like watching 24 or something. And yeah, it's, exactly. I'm loving it is it's definitely, and it's going to be cool because I think, I think um, Loki is going to be a departure from what we're having now. Like it's going to be something different. Like it's, it's a time <laughs> journey. It's quantum leap for the Marvel universe. Yeah. So I, I think it's really cool. The pacing that they're, they're putting these out because you're getting different series. Like they're not just all the same superhero shit. Like we get this one 
and then we get to go back to a superhero or supervillain story. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, enjoyed yeah. it. I cannot wait for next week to talk about. Yeah, the I'm looking one. forward to uh, the next episode of this the and the next episode. episode of Invincible. Be really awesome, and we'll be looking forward to the next episode of the Go Full Podcast. <laughs> so on on that note, right? On that note, um, uh, you can find Jeremy at jvader82 on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me Mateo83 on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, you can check out the Go Full Podcast um, on Twitter and Instagram at Go Full Podcast. Check out Go Full Podcast on Reddit. On our subreddit, just check us. You type in Geek Out, Freak Out podcast, you'll find us there. Um, and follow us here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash gaming. Um, be sure to leave us five-star reviews. Leave a thumbs up wherever you listen to the show. Um, yeah, man. And if you guys have any questions or you guys want to submit any subjects for the show, you can you can e- uh, email us at gofoldquestions at gmail.com or tweet them at us at uh, gofoldpodcast and just put, like, hashtag gofold. But. I don't know. Go full, your, go full yourself. Yeah, there you there go. You go go fuck yourself uh so like yeah check us out on all those places and on that note laters guys geeks yeah